You're listening to the Fix My Feet podcast. Solutions for every step in your journey with the nation's leading foot and ankle specialists. Welcome back, everybody. It's Dr. Waters with Ashley Anderson, uh, my physician assistant here today for another episode of the Fix My Feet podcast. How are you doing this morning, Ashley? Doing well. How are you? I'm doing great. Excited to be here again today. Uh, we are in the middle of multiple sports season. We got basketball, football, all kinds of other sports, soccer going on in some parts of the world. So we're going to talk about a sports-related injury that's super common today, and that is ankle sprains and kind of breakout. We hear some different terms uh, about ankle sprains uh, when we talk about them, regular sprains versus high ankle sprains and what that can mean what so that uh, everybody has a better little bit better understanding of what those injuries entail but generally speaking Ashley uh, real quickly the the most common kind of ankle sprains what is that and you know so that people better understand what they might be dealing with there yeah usually when you're like your general run of the mill i rolled my ankle and sprain my ankle. That is usually something called a lateral ankle sprain where it's on the outside of the ankle where that like little skinny long bone ends at the end of the foot. And so there's, do you want me to kind of go through the ligaments at all? Yeah, that'd be great. I think so. So there's a couple, there are main ligaments on both sides of the ankle on that lateral side, on the outside of the ankle, you have your ATFL or your anterior talofibular ligament and your calcaneofibular ligament or your CFL. So those are the two common ones, your ATFL and your CFL. Those two are commonly torn, ATFL the most common. And then on the inside of the ankle, there's a really broad ligament called the deltoid ligament. And that one sometimes will get ruptured or it will get torn, but it's so big that usually it's not as big of a problem unless you really had a high impact trauma or something like that. And then finally, for like the high ankle sprains, there are ligaments that are in between the two leg bones to try to hold them together. And so if you have any rupture or tearing of the ligaments of those, then that would be more considered a high ankle sprain. No, that's great. So, and just so everybody listening knows, the garden variety is what Ashley said, the most commonly torn ligament, anterior talofibular ligament. And that's for those people, you know, you could be walking down the street and your ankle rolls over. You could step off the curb. You could miss a stair. You could be playing basketball and have a twisting injury be playing another sport and have a twisting injury. There's lots of ways to sprain the uh, that in ATFL ligament and end up with that garden variety ankle sprain uh, that most people have. You know what, you know, if you, I'm somebody, let's say actually that I'm somebody, I walked out into the garden and kind of tweaked the ankle, it rolled it and it's tender. What are some things I probably should do with that, you know, just garden variety ankle sprain? I'd say definitely the rice, what everyone hears about, right? Where you want to rest it, ice it, 
compress it by putting either an ace bandage on or a compression sock, something like that, and then elevation. And usually it's going to swell a little bit and everything like that. But if you can bear weight and you're just protecting that weight for a little bit, then that would be great. Sometimes you can get like an ankle brace or something like that too, just as some support, but that would be the main thing right away. Yeah, correct. And generally speaking, these garden variety ankle sprains, people recover from those just fine. There's, you know, a few days of uh, some pain and some swelling. But if you're doing the things that Ashley just talked about, generally the pain and swelling starts to subside in a few days and you get back into a shoe and kind of get back uh, more towards normal activities. You know, the, the issue that we run into from a more serious situation is somebody who's had multiple ankle sprains where, and they continue to have multiple ankle sprains. You know, most of my patients that I see, they could be walking down the street and have just hit a little pebble and it'll kick their ankle over because of, because of how many ankle sprains they've had. And that's, that's a different scenario completely. Ashley, do you want to explain to people like, you know, about instability and, you know, how that's different than maybe just that initial ankle sprain that I got in the garden or, or I got playing basketball with my buddies over the weekend? Sure. The way I try to explain it usually to patients is that chronic instability is more like you just have that ankle sprain over and over and over again. So in your initial injury, when you first like stumbled, rolled your ankle for the first time, usually your ligaments aren't completely torn. They're only partially torn. So they tend to repair themselves and everything like that. So every single time you injure that same ligament over and over and over again, it turns into either this just big, broad kind of scar tissue, which is not something that's as flexible or as strong as your original ligament, or you just slowly are increasing the damage to the ligament slowly. So instead of this big accident where like the ankle is all purple and bruised, if you had like a complete rupture, your body's so used to it being damaged that it just doesn't recognize it. So you just don't have an actual functioning ligament there. So the bones move way more than they're supposed to. And that ligament isn't functioning like it's, like it's designed. So that's why it's so much easier to be able to roll it and stuff like that. A lot of times when we go in to fix these, which we'll talk about in a little bit, is that ligament, when you're looking at it, it's either not there at all, it's completely gone in these cases, or like I had said, it's kind of that thick band of scar tissue. Yeah, so and so and that might be somebody that's listening to this where you've sprained it multiple times. And generally speaking, I say most of my patients in that case, they come see me, they have pain over that outside part of their ankle. That's their primary complaint. Along with the fact that they just they feel like the ankle will give out, will roll over on them very, very easily. And they've done it multiple times. Ankles are a little bit different than knees. You know, if you tear your anterior cruciate ligament in your knee, you're, go you're going for surgery most likely. Where ankle ligaments, especially lateral ankle ligaments, if you tear those, we do not take you to surgery in the immediate course of action. Uh, we allow those, like Ashley said, to rise, use rice, rest, ice, compression, elevation. And sometimes we'll immobilize you. We let those heal up and we get you back to activity 
until they get into this chronic situation where you're you're rolling your ankle all the time or you have consistent pain over the outside part of the ankle, then we start to consider more advanced uh, treatment modalities and things like that. So generally speaking in in our in my practice, you know, if if you're not improving by that 8, 10, 12 week mark, then I might consider an MRI, but otherwise we treat you just like an initial injury with the things that we've talked about already. Generally speaking for those who are curious Ashley, you know, general time frames, if it's just a just that initial injury, general time frames of being able to get back to uh, activities or work or or whatever they want to get back to after just kind of a little ankle sprain there? I'd say, yeah, if it's mild, more of a stage one where they could walk right after, you have a little bit of a twinge, usually resting it for two weeks and stuff like that could get it strong enough so you're up and moving around. Usually maybe going back with like a brace in the beginning for high impact activity, but more nothing like significant. If it's more of a sprain that caused you more like damage or I don't know, pain and bruising, swelling, that sort of thing from the get-go, then sometimes people will be resting their ankle a little bit longer. So maybe more like four to six weeks instead, just depends on how much it's still bothering someone and stuff like that. So. Yeah. And so great points. And once you get out of that initial couple of weeks of, you know, pain, I think the other thing we've talked about what you should be doing at home, but the other thing I would highly recommend that you do at home is start some range of motion exercises. And, and those can be simple. If you Google, we, they talk about the alphabet exercises with your foot where you're just recreating the alphabet letters with the, the foot and ankle uh, to, or the just simple up and down, what we call plantar flexion, dorsiflexion activities are also really good for you, for you to uh, start getting that ankle moving again. So that that's something that you can easily do at home as you're coming out of that injury and getting the range of motion back. So that's kind of your garden variety. I think it happens all the time, daily, multiple times in the country. And I mostly is taken care of at home. We see a fair amount of ankle sprains, but we rarely see those those grade one, you know, garden variety ankle sprains in the clinic. You know, what we commonly see more commonly, and you hear about it with sports, is are these high ankle sprains. And that's a, a totally different beast altogether. As Ashley talked about earlier, it is a sprain or tearing of the ligaments between the two leg bones. And commonly happens in uh, in in athletics. The mechanism is very different. The foot is generally planted uh, when these happen, and it's a moment of external rotation where the body's kind of rotating around uh, the planted foot. And that's generally when we see these kinds of injuries. So very common in football, especially with a lot of planting and a lot of force, but it's a, it's a much uh, different deal than your garden variety uh, ankle sprain. What actually do you th- for patients who are wondering they have kids who've gotten them or their favorite athlete might've gotten a high ankle sprain recovery of that compared to just like that garden variety ankle sprain. Usually they take a lot longer to heal. They're going to be out of activity for at least, I mean, at least a couple months, if not like three months or four months. Yeah. 
Correct. It, it's going to take some time. You know, if you're a pro athlete, you're getting therapy every day, six to eight weeks is generally uh, what, what I would say. Uh, but, you know, we see people all the time who are months after high ankle sprain still having lingering symptoms. And it's difficult, you know, especially if you don't take the adequate uh, uh, time to offload it and rest it and, and let everything heal up, then you can have some some very big lingering effects of the high ankle sprain. So they're a different animal entirely when we, we deal with the ankle sprain uh, world here. So the question is, I think that everybody has, I think most people have a general idea of what to do with a, a general ankle sprain, but when do we consider doing something more? When do we consider doing surgery, f- fixing these ligaments, repairing, reconstructing your general thoughts or guidelines for people, Ashley, about when we might consider that or when they might think about considering that for themselves? Yeah, I'd say that usually, especially in our office, if we're following someone where they've had their acute injury and we're trying to see if this is going to heal or not heal. So in those cases, usually we're offloading it. We're making sure that people are either doing physical therapy or they're doing the range of motion, stretching exercises at home, strengthening their ankle. And I think it's like, it's the continued pain. If it's pain, that's just not going away or getting better. A lot of times then we'll get an MRI to see if those ligaments are healing or not healing, but it has to be an adequate amount of time. So usually it's at least six months to eight months of trying to rehab it. And then, so I'd say that side will lead to surgery in one area. If it is something that's chronic where they're coming in, they're rolling their ankle all of the time, We have a couple of tests that we'll do in the office. And if you can easily move that ankle around in ways that it shouldn't move because it should be stopped by a ligament and it's just not functioning properly, then they are also usually on the path for more of a surgical repair instead of necessarily setting them to physical therapy for strengthening because no amount of strengthening of the muscles and tendons is going to repair that ligament. Yeah, correct. I think that's what patients should understand. I'm a big believer in physical therapy for these, but again, physical therapy is not repairing ligaments. We're strengthening and people should realize we're strengthening the muscles and tendons around the ankle joint to try and, you know, stabilize it as much as possible. We're also training proprioceptive fibers to try and, you know, for the body to respond better to the proprioceptive or essentially for the brain to sense where the foot as in, is in space to more safely protect. We can do those kinds of things, but the ligaments themselves, they're, they're either there or they're not there or they're functioning or they're not functioning. And if we send you through therapy and we do all this stuff and you're still having pain and you're still having instability, then that's definitely a time to consider a surgical repair of those ligaments to uh, to get you uh, going again. The good thing I would say about surgical repair of ligaments, very predictable, very good. It's been time-tested, time-honored. It's been going on for many, many years. It's one of the best foot and ankle surgeries, I think, from a foot and ankle surgery standpoint that you could have. So if you're in that case, I think it's something that's, that could be very beneficial. Patients are usually very, very happy afterwards just, just because they've been dealing with prolonged instability for usually quite a while, years usually by the time we, we get to it and uh, 
try to address it uh, surgically at that point. For those who are curious, Ashley, what, you know, what generally, not with, not with great specifics, but what generally is done in a surgery like that where we're repairing uh, ankle ligaments? Usually we'll always look at the joint. So usually it involves an ankle scope, at least when we do these surgeries. And then it's whichever ligaments are damaged, we are f- making sure that we're using an x-ray, that we have the radiographical evidence of that extra movement and those signs, and then putting some sort of graft in place across where that natural ligament used to be or the remnants are, and then putting that there and then pretty much just sewing up the ankle. So, Yeah, and, and that's exactly right. And there's multiple types of grafts. Uh, you know, there's some synthetic ones. There's heavy-duty suture ones. And so it, I don't think one in, in literature is more superior to the other. So, you know, I think that that's the choice of the surgeon, what's, what the best option is. But, but generally, patients do very, very well with these. Recovery for these is pretty straightforward uh, for us. Generally, two weeks, no weight bearing, and then we put them into a brace. Well, we have a, well, we have a what's called a takeo brace here, which has really, I think, helped our patients uh, with recovery. Your thoughts about uh, uh, takeo braces versus prolonged immobilization with these, Ashley? Yeah, I would say that I agree with the takeo brace. It goes over the shoe, but it still is giving stiff support, so it's allowing that movement right away and getting people used to moving their ankle when the walking boot's going to keep you locked up and then you have to get all the way out of it and try to still have some support. But then there's always some people who just cannot get out of their boot because of the pain that they're having after surgery, no matter what they have done. So I do think that the brace has been very beneficial, especially since this type of surgery holds up very well to go right into the brace and doesn't need a continued offloading with the boot. Yeah. Getting that movement back, I think is critical. And the sooner we can do that, the better, the less amount of scar tissue we're going to have build up around that ligament joint, making patients recovery a lot, a lot smoother and a lot better. So yeah. So generally speaking for us, a couple of weeks of being off of it and then into that brace, and then we just gradually start increasing your activity. So recovery on these is pretty slick. If it's isolated just to the ligament repair and there's no other work that we have to do, there's no damage to the joint surfaces, those kinds of things. It's just simply clean up the joint and repair the ligament. Pretty straightforward as far as the recovery goes. And very, like I've said a few times on the podcast, very, very good outcomes for those uh, uh, who are curious about that. But I'd say generally speaking, just as we wrap things up, 95% of all ankle sprains are treated without any surgical intervention. And they're treated with, with largely the things that we've, we've talked about today, uh, rest, ice, compression, elevation. And if they get more severe, a little bit of immobilization uh, might be involved. But most of them go on to full recovery and return to activity, return to pre-injury levels and patients do very well. And then there's a small percentage that go on to the chronic instability and end up having uh, some surgical intervention with those. But generally speaking, a couple of final pearls for people with ankle sprains, Ashley, uh, that they should know about. I would say that if it's something where you've had an ankle sprain in the past and you sprain your ankle or you roll your ankle again and it's just 
much more severe then you should get an x-ray because you can also, when you do roll your ankle, you can always fracture your ankle or you can also fracture your fifth metatarsal base. So it's something that you don't want to forget that it might, it might be a very severe sprain and you can kind of limp it along at home, but also you just have to remember that you could also be fracturing something. Very good. Yeah. If if it's not improving in a day or two, definitely it's worthy of a consultation and x-ray to make sure you don't have those very common concomitant injuries that Ashley just talked about. I would say the other thing that my pearl for patient people is that even these, these minor ankle sprains don't, don't treat them as nothing. I think that that's where a lot of people get in trouble is where they just, they do it and then they just keep going about their day. They go right, or their high school kids go right back into the game or their weekend warriors go right back onto the court. And that's where we usually end up tending to see more of that chronic instability that, that develops. So they are real injuries. They need to be treated. They, like I said, most of the time resolve uneventfully, but they, you know, bracing, Resting, compression, ice, all that stuff really is really beneficial to take the necessary time. And if you take it on the front end, that usually will save you the, you know, bigger recovery on the back end. The other thing I will say about ankle sprains and instability is increasingly we see more and more ankle instability going on to ankle arthritis and end up having to have bigger surgeries like total ankle replacements or ankle fusions. So these can have some long-term serious effects in those cases. So again, that's why I, my, my pearl for everybody is if you have an ankle injury, you know, get it taken care of. The majority of it will resolve, you know, relatively quickly and you'll be back sooner than if you just try to hobble it along and continue forward uh, for the next uh, several months or, or weeks uh, and end up with more of that instability, which can have some bigger effects uh, down the road. So Any uh, other final thoughts, Ashley? No, that sounds great. All right. All right. For those of you who end up rolling your ankle today, make sure you take the time to uh, rest it and and recover it. And uh, otherwise, more from us in coming episodes. Check us out on social media, Facebook, Instagram, YouTube. You can always watch all our episodes on YouTube. Listen to us on uh, all the outlets. Like and follow us. Uh, Until next time, this is Dr. Waters and Ashley Anderson, and this is the Fix My Feet podcast. Thank you. Thanks, guys. Thanks for listening to another episode of the Fix My Feet podcast. To schedule an appointment with one of our providers, visit www.prfootandankle.com.